to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite TV shows. We are an inclusive recap show. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. I'm in the seat, a.k.a. Watson Eve, and I'm my boy, yes. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. This is your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and we're here with my co-host, Jazz, and we have a special guest for you today. Uh, you might have seen her in our intro video, but Miss Zenobia Shroff, welcome to our show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on our show. We are so excited to have you on here. We love we love everything you do. We think it's awesome. And oh, you're sweet. I mean, you're you've been in this industry for a while. You've done amazing movies. You're a trained dancer. Like, there's so much amazing things about you, and we're so excited to to learn more about you in our in our interview and in our recap. Thanks. Excited oh, to chat. <laughs> we are, we are. We're going to be dropping this episode soon, okay. and it's going to be on. Uh, Instagram is going to be on TikTok and it's going to be on uh, YouTube and Spotify and everywhere podcasts can be found. Everywhere so, podcasts can be found. Yeah, absolutely. And we can't wait to promote uh, the Marvels, which we love the Marvels. It was so much fun. Uh, I'd really love to get a understanding of like what was it like to film the Marvel compared to Miss Marvel? Um, yeah, it was pretty, um, so Miss Marvel, you have to remember was done in deep, deep pandemic. Yeah. And oh. by that, I mean, there were not even any vaccines out yet. Uh, where, so, you know, it was, uh, it was very challenging. Um, and also it was the very, very first time for Iman. So, you know, that couldn't have been easy for her. And, um, and we had to all like sit behind this red rope and we were socially distant six feet from each other. Um, it was hard to really um, get to know each other. Um, mm. um, and also the, the deep pandemic with no, um, no vaccines was scary. We were getting tested a lot. Um, so, and then by the time the Marvels started shooting, the pandemic had been in the world for about a year and a half. So, um, and vaccines were available. And uh, so um, it was, I think, more chill. And, you know, it's very hard when you have 100, 150 people who are all masked all day. We had to eat alone in our trailers. Mm. Obviously, we as the actors, you know, we are the sort of, quote unquote priority to keep safe and um and also it was a very steep learning curve for iman and um so all of those factors you know uh were hard and then we went to to thailand where all, it was even stricter with covid and mm. many of us were not yet vaccinated because vaccines had not really come to atlanta it was hard uh in that sense and but i think pers and personally for me it was hard because 
pretty much out of the five or six months we did Miss Marvel, my mother was dying for most of the time. Oh, no. And no. she was here in this this home from which I speak to you in, in Mumbai. So it was very hard for me. Uh, but it was also something that I used because I yeah. it became this very meta thing, you know, because I was playing Iman's mom and I was being Muniba, I was being protective of her. I was channeling my mom. I mean, there was a lot of, um, there were a lot of layers. And then we went to Pakistan or rather Thailand. And then I met uh, Sana, uh, Sana, I'm calling her, Samina Ahmed, who plays my mom. Yeah. It, very meta because there was because there was conflicts with me and my mom uh, or rather with uh, Muniba and uh, Sana and then there was conflicts with Muniba and Kamala and then there was my mom dying so by the end of it it, it was a very it was very meta the whole yeah experience. wow but you do what you what I know to do best which is you take all the pain and all the crappy stuff that is happening and um you throw it at action and that's what i did for miss marvel i i feel uh, like you did an amazing job because you could tell your performance was amazing it's one of yeah, like you know you. like there's not a lot of performances of like people playing pakistani moms but you're definitely the bar now is that's the oh, bar right thank there you. thank you yeah. so much um yeah and so then the Marvels was fun. The Marvels was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, uh, yes. And for Miss Marvel, you know, we had six young kids and only Mohan and I were the only sort of adults. Yeah. Uh, um, and the kids bonded very nicely, which was lovely to see. You know, I've had that experience in, when I was a dancer. You bond with your dance group. And that was lovely to watch them all get close. Um, and uh, But Mohan was the only one my age there. Um, and then for the Marvels was much more relaxed and it was a lot of fun and I had fun things to do. So uh, Nia created such a fun set. So it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thogger couldn't say enough good things about Nia. It was she. It sounds like she is an amazing director. So I'm really I glad. I can't say enough good things about Nia. We'll have to do a whole podcast for that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <I'd love to. laughs> yeah. Um, and the Marvels. So I'm so sorry. No, you no go ahead. So um, I started the Marvels. I just mentioned this on another podcast. Uh, so wait a little maybe before you drop yours. Um, but my mom died then. And then I went to do the Marvels five weeks later, literally. Wow. Wow. So then again, it was like, okay, what do we do with this grief? And it was not, it was, well, I'll just say it was a very complicated grief that I had and what do you do with that? So once again, you know, you throw it at action. So, yeah, no, that that actually uh, segues into my next question because Sagar told us he didn't even know he was going to be in the movie. There was very little time for him to prepare and know how much he was going to be in the movie because Miss Marvel had just premiered, and then he told Kevin Feige was like, "Hey." Uh, how long will it take you to grow your beard back? Because we need you back on set. And I thought that was really, really interesting. So, like, did you know how much of the movie you were actually going to be in? Or was a lot of it, like, changed or, or, or surprised? Um, yeah, a lot of it. Um, I didn't, it's funny you should say this because when, when it finally opened, we were still technically on strike. It, the strike ended two days before it opened. And so right. Marvel had organized a private 
a screening in New York, and that's the one I went for uh, with a very close friend. And all the way going there in the Uber, I kept telling her, I have a very small role, okay? So just like manager expectations and manager yeah. expectations. <laughs> and after the movie, she said, what are you talking about? You were nearly most of the scenes. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I was. But it wasn't so on the page. When you mm. were, the cons were not written so much, but, um, and I, you know, I said this again the other day to others. Nia really championed me. She and Mary, the producer, and they gave me lots of stuff to do. We had new sides given every day, um, improv, all of it. Uh, the yoga scene, which got deleted, but um, that was not written. Um, yeah, stuff with Sam. She's like, go with Sam here, do this with that. And Sam and I, I think, really developed a nice chemistry. And obviously, I have so much regard for him. I let him lead most of it. And um yeah, so I would definitely, definitely say that um, it wasn't that way on the page. I knew I was going to be in it because we'd had the meeting with Nia and Mary, our producer, but I didn't think I was going to be in it so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would argue you guys are the heart of the movie. Like all the stuff is happening with Iman and Bree and um, sure. you know everyone else, but you guys are like you know the part of like that makes the audience connect with the family. I think the family is everyone's favorite part. Uh, the family always tests really well with you know in the test screenings that they do, both for Miss Marvel and the Marvels. Um, and I think that's because family is a universal theme. Um, yeah. And while it is a Marvel movie and it should have action and adventure and morphing and rebelling and all of that, <laughs> there has to be something to ground it. You can't just have people fighting for two hours. Nobody's yeah. going to watch that. So there has to be a foundation. And then from that foundation the cool stuff can happen. And so the cons have become the foundational part of it. And that's what people are really, uh, you know, appealing to, or rather are, are, are finding appealing. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up because like, even though like the action and the superhero stuff is really, really fun and is great. Uh, but there is some like heavy stuff and some grounded stuff like in Miss Marvel, you guys, got to tackle the partition like that's yeah. never been done before so many yeah. people have told me we had no idea this even happened our mm -hmm. education system failed mm -hmm. us how, mm -hmm. how did you feel when you found out that that's what they're going to be tackling overwhelming response to the partition episodes which i mean you know was the perfect person being a pakistani to shoot them all of my friends you know american friends white or otherwise were like we're so sorry, Zenobia. We didn't even know this existed. We didn't even know that this piece of history happened. Because history, as we all know, should I call you Uneeb or Neebs? Neebs is fine. Neebs. Yeah. Neebs. Uh, history, as you know, Jazz and Neebs, is selective mm -hmm. in its yeah. telling. And it will always skew in favor of the white man, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, we know that uh, even currently in the United States, there's so much, you know, don't read this book. Don't read that book. Why? Yeah. Why are we hiding our history? You need to examine your history to be able to move on. Um, so, you know, the British essentially in dividing us and the partition, I don't know, I could be wrong, but like two, three million people died or something in the partition mm -hmm. and uh, were displaced. And uh, 
So let's not talk about it, shall we? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and so I, I, I have very progressive friends in, in America. I'm lucky. Uh, you know, we're all registered independents, Jazz. Um, <laughs> just to let you know, most of them, some are Democrats. Um, so, uh, the Indians are Democrats. The Americans are registered independents. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I'm a registered independent, but um, anyway, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> but they were deeply, deeply uh, apologetic and deeply ashamed that they had no idea. And um, I remember being invited out to my friend Melissa's house uh, shortly after the Miss Marvel, and they just kept asking me. Should, they were just so, not just fascinated, but they were like, just really wanted to know. And people wrote me saying, you know, we've been reading about it and it's so painful. And I just told somebody about it this past Thanksgiving too, uh, somebody from extended family, uh, a white lady uh, said, I had no idea partition, what is partition? So we do need to highlight these atrocities and mm -hmm. uh, um, White people are not going to do it. I mean, there's there is Martin Scorsese. He just did something brilliant with that, but everybody's not going to do it. So we need to tell. I remember Mira Nair, who's very respected yeah. in our community. Uh, when I was, you know, writing my one woman show and I was performing it, and uh, she she gave a plug for it. She came to see it, and she was like, "Zen, you have to keep telling your own story because nobody's going to tell your story for you." Absolutely. That's what I did. I told my own story. And I think we have to keep telling our own stories. So hopefully if we get a season two, which I know you're going to ask me about. <laughs> we're, 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 we're pushing really for it. hoping for it. We're pushing yeah, for it. Like... Um, there'll be more history to uncover, you know? Yeah. yeah. Then oh, Bangladesh man. happened and Bangladesh was partitioned. Yes. And, you know, I mean, it's just endless. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would. I would... I would it's love a to see that in our history. Yeah, so yeah. like there's there's good I and hope bad. they do that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really, really interesting. That would be really it cool. It would be so interesting. Yeah. Uh speaking of friends, uh you were also in the big sick with another Marvel superhero. <laughs> uh Camille. Who yeah, Camille Nanjiani, uh his family actually is neighbors with my cousin in uh, in oh, New Jersey. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. His parents yeah. are lovely. I've met them a number of times. Uh, they came to set once and twice, of course, the premiere. And they're such sweet people, lovely people. Oh, man, that's awesome. Do you think we'll get Rimbaud to see... Was a lot nicer than Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you think we'll get to see uh, Camille and you on screen together again in the MCU? Because he is also in The Eternals. Kingo. Yeah, that he's Kingo. You never know, you know, everything's possible in the MCU. And I'd love to to work with Comel again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Mr. Feige's call, how he makes all yeah. that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting because they did mention that Kingo Sr. is your favorite actor. <laughs> so it's really I know. funny. And I wasn't sure. <laughs> I thought about that joke and I was like, is should we not? Because like Kumail and, you know, I was his mother, but yeah. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that yeah. was really, really funny. I, I thought that was a little fun Easter egg for for a lot yes. of people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Easter eggs, do you have you had a chance to read comic books? Have you read any of the Miss Marvel comic books, or have any experience with that in the past? 
only when I got the job. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a comic book. Uh, I mean, I don't like the word nerd because I think all these are labels, but I'm not a comic book. <laughs> yeah. I was growing up because um, we didn't have TV or internet or any. We didn't even have TV till I was in the 10th or the ninth grade. So um, I, uh, I, I grew up reading a lot of Archie. Oh, yeah. Really? And, um, Dilton Doily, Little Lada. The, 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 the darkest thing we had here was Phantom. I don't know mm -hmm. if you remember Phantom. I yeah, I do. So I am not, my dad actually, when I told him I'd got this job, said, oh, yeah, 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 Marvel Comics. So he probably read some when he was young, but I, I, I can't claim. Mary, um, our producer on the Marvels, and I, yes, gave me some comic books and I read them. Ah, then I had not read anything till then. I had never heard of Miss Marvel, if you're asking me the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's really, really cool. It I have, however, played 14 mothers of 13 mothers till that point. So, yeah, I saw your IMDb and it was like mom, 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 somebody's mom, mom somebody's mom. mom. <laughs> I have had 19 children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I mean, listen, you are the marvel cinematic universe's favorite mom like people oh. have done uh rankings and you rank oh, number one on oh, oh, yeah. every single ranking like it's oh. crazy can you send me that i mean yeah. just, just, just i i go on twitter and they say you're the mom of the mcu you're the mom of the mcu but i uh you know and i say thank you but that's about it but i'd love to see some uh some actual uh yeah that's really it's really interesting because you're not like a like a superficial mom like they, they showed all sides of you like the good and the bad and coming over the trauma and you know having conflict with your kids it's not all sunshine and rainbows and then you see how people like resolve conflict and it's really yeah. really interesting because it made your character more grounded and more real yeah. than somebody's mom who just like packs some lunch and that's all you see <laughs> well you know Muniba on the page for miss marvel was a lot of like Kamala come down, Kamala go up, Kamala yeah. <laughs> I was very determined and uh, and they gave me a beautiful arc, you know, yeah. to, to when she really does not want her to be involved in anything to when she resolves to it or, or makes peace with it. But my, uh, so I was so grateful, but I also was very determined to flesh her out. Yeah. I, because you may not, the two of you being Muslim and being South Asian, but the white person watching it has a certain trope of what the Muslim, yes. Indian, Muslim Pakistani, New Jersey housewife is, right? I mean, let's Very be true. honest about that. Not even white, it could be anybody. America has that trope. Mm -hmm. She's the yeah. person who cooks and cleans and says, come for dinner. And I was determined to give her more dignity than that. And I was determined to give her a, a more fully fleshed arc than that. Yeah, because, no, absolutely. Because nobody needs one more stereotyped trope out there. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. I want to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, as, as someone who is Pakistani and from New Jersey, I, I really appreciate the love and care you put into this character. Oh, like it was really, you. really good to see. Um, so you. I really appreciate that. Um, 
so I did want to ask, um, so how do you think Kamala and Maniba's relationship has changed from the Miss Marvel to the Marvels? I think a significant change, don't you? I mean, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the beginning of the series, she was like, you're not going even to, uh, you know, um, Comic-Con or whatever. Comic-Con, you're not doing all that. <laughs> She's horrified by the outfit, all of that. They had that big showdown uh, in the first episode. And then, you know, she's, I think Muniba's uh, resistance comes from her her own childhood trauma around this because her mother, she thought her mother was just this crazy lady who, you know, kept saying that this bangle and this noor and the da and the da and the Aisha and, and, and Muniba was trying to be realistic, make a life. What happened exactly? I don't know. We can explore that in season two if we get one. Mm-hmm. What made her, you know, she left and she came to America. She was very against the whole thing. And then the arc was so beautifully given and um, tried to do the best. And then in the episode five, she finally says, you know, you are like girl. And in, in the Dhobigat, when they are together, yeah. and she acknowledges that her mother wasn't just batshit crazy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> there is something to this. Um, and so then by the time the Marvels comes, she's on board with the fact that a child has some super hero powers but she's not terribly thrilled that you know she's gone on this mission with captain marvel as she says me and uh, yeah <laughs> i love that part <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I asked mia if i could say it in, in urdu and she's like go for it uh so that was an improv line and um so um now she's on board especially when she says to her you know um I'll always be here waiting, waiting for you, but you have a special gift and you go use it well. Um, and so I think that's where they are. She's on board, but you know, there'll be conflicts if we get a season two yeah. Kamala, you need to finish high school and Kamala might have a, yeah, have, exactly. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot, uh, it's, it's a very natural growth process because Kamala is only 16. So mm-hmm. all those things, maybe first crush, um, prom you know driving test again maybe all those those rites of passage of growing up are still coming for kamala and uh you know maniba's gonna be there protective maybe there's some conflicts but but she has realized that this child has some powers now yeah Yeah. she's on board yeah no matter what you're always going to be a a mom to her regardless of whether she's a superhero or she's just a child and I, i feel like I feel like you do a really good job of that. Even when you were the first one to notice that the flirkin was getting a little chubby, and I was like, that is such a Daisy mom thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mr. Fury, the cat, you know, are you feeding the cat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's really funny. That's uh, funny. So there, it, there are theories about you on the internet uh, as, as Maniba. People think that Maniba may actually have powers because she can sew an entire outfit in a day and she can make tons of food in a second. Is this her superpower? power as a mutant or is she just a superpower as a daisy mom <laughs> it's a superpower as a daisy mutant <laughs> that's so funny uh, um yeah i've been seeing the theories especially after like muniba has powers muniba has noor noor Allah, the bangle there's two bangles give muniba one bangle i've been, I've been uh, tracking <laughs> oh it. wow or rather i get i've been not been tracking it that's wrong i've been tagged so i i read yeah. it read it yes mm. um yeah 
yeah, you know, they see moms, they kick ass. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's so funny. They so, do. So we talked a little bit about a season two, and hopefully we'll get a season two. We're going to be championing for that for quite a bit. Absolutely. And I'm wondering, who would you like to see in season two? Like, what actor would you like to work with and want to oh, join the, the family? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I the, 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 you know, the sky's the limit on that one. I know Sana said she would like Shah Rukh Khan. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, by the way, thought Fawad did a beautiful job uh, yeah. uh, in his Fawad episode. Um, I don't know, you know. Uh, yeah, I'd love to play with more people and let, let's see who they bring in. Yeah. yeah. I, I really think awesome. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought up Awad because he's one of those people. When he started coming on the screen, him and and Senna, uh, people went crazy. People were like, "Whoa, they're beautiful people," which we don't get a lot in in American you, media. You, do you mean him and Aisha? Uh, Aisha, Mary? yeah, yeah, Mary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mavis, Mavis, yeah. They're so stunning to look at. You can't look away. First of all, I know, <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. And and it was, so, ain't that both the of them are so lovely. They're so lovely. Yeah, we got to know each other a little bit in Thailand. Lovely people. That's so great. Uh, do you uh, so? Yeah. Do you have any Pakistani actors that that you that you like enjoy watching? Fawad. Fawad, I really yeah. Fawad when he was doing Bollywood and he did um, what's the one? Uh, my friend was in it. Oh, um, Surat. It was Alia Bhatt's oh. first one. Um, uh, not student of the year. It was the one. Uh. It was Siddharth, Siddharth and Fawad and Alia. I can't remember it. And I've been a fan of his since then. I'd love to see more of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think America would. I would love to and, see more. And Nimra is so talented, too, who played. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. She yeah. is so good. She. Have you seen Polite Society? I have not, but I've seen. I've been, oh, I'm my really God. Too. I'm going to catch it. Yeah. She is so good in Polite Society. It's, it's insane how good she is. She's so good at playing a villain. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, Samina, who played my mom, is is by all means a legend in Pakistan. I do. Yeah. Believe. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh man. That's also, the movie good. was Kapoor and Sons. Kapoor and Sons. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Kapoor and Sons. And I had never seen this boy, and I this was like 15 years ago. And I'm like, this kid can act. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Really cool. Oh man, that that movie has really good songs too. I really love the songs in that movie. Yeah, um, it was iconic. Well, actually, I got a question. Uh, you were in Bollywood, right? You were in Ik, Kapu, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the difference between? And this yeah, was fifteen years now ago. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what's your question? What's the difference between acting like Bollywood versus Hollywood? In Hollywood, you keep time. <laughs> you come on time. <laughs> You come on time, darling. You come on time. Even That's if you're so <laughs> Even if you're Brad Pitt, you come on time. Uh, That's so funny. Waiting for five hours and six hours. And though, listen, I've just done the one. Mm -hmm. um, the one, this was the only true Bollywood one I've done. I've done another, the one that gave me my first big break called Little Zizu, which was more like an Indo-American sort of project and was very well organized. It was an indie, so there was very little money and it was brilliantly done. So that can happen. But uh, on this one, there was um, long periods of waiting. And uh, at one point I was actually told to go back to America and then had to come back, but it was a lot of fun. 
the dance was a lot of fun. Um, Bollywood dance, Auntie G went to the top of the charts. And it, was, <laughs> mm-hmm. dance. it was fun. Yeah. Speaking of dancing, you, you're a trained dancer in uh, Bharatanatyam. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah That's awesome. I have eight years of Bharatanatyam under my belt. Like Bharatanatyam, I, I can do it if you woke me up in the middle of the night. Because you know the things you learn yeah. in childhood and the things you oh, yeah. you never forget. Um, then from there, at about 17, 18, Bharatanatyam was not hip enough. And so I moved on to jazz and modern. And um, hey. um, I did a lot of dance shows. Um, and uh, there's a gentleman called Shamukhtava who's very famous here uh, and worldwide. And I was one of his founding members of his company. We did a lot of dance. Uh, we did a show called Best of Broadway. I did The Wiz. I, I did a lot. And then, oh, wow. And then Shamuk, we did these shows for Air India. And Air India said, instead of giving you money, we're going to give you a ticket to America. And that's the ticket i used to come to circle in the square and um, study acting that's very cool oh, wow because I, I was going to be a therapist and i was about to begin i'd finished my master's in, in psychology and uh, i uh, oh. was either going to start the therapist training program or a phd of some sort or i was going to follow the voice inside me and i i think i guess i followed the voice inside me well we're glad you did that's <laughs> we got no, so i'm convinced talent. her therapist side comes out in miss marvel because i felt like that was a therapy show for like a lot of us it was like we felt oh, honey, so my good therapist side is working every day it's just about <laughs> <laughs> That's so, funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, yeah. So what other projects do you have coming up? Is there anything you're excited about that you're going to be working on that you can share? Yeah, I um, I, I can share because it was publicized. I uh, wasn't sure if I would share. There's a, uh, my 18th and 19th children are Simone Ashley and Surat Sharma. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> um, we finished the principal photography on that. It's a movie, it's an independent called uh, This Tempting Madness. Mm. Uh, And it's a really compelling script because it's a true story. It's sort of a psychological thriller, but it also touches on mental health, which I'm very passionate about. Um, And, uh, you know, wanting to be a therapist and also like really, really, I'm, I'm very passionate that people need to take care of theirs because if you don't, uh, you take it out on everybody else. Um, and so I was very keen to do it and I did it this, uh, and, um, I, I, am not sure when it'll have to find a distributor and all of that, but I'm looking forward to it. And Simone is a, an incredible lead in it. She's so good. We, we loved her. Well, I, I mean, decided it's... that I will cap the mother thing at 20. So Hollywood has one more shot. Give me your best shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Wait, what if I wanted to be an actor? Would you make an exception for me? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) All right. All right. No, no, I really, really appreciate it. I mean, when you're good at something, you know, when you're that good at something, people want it. People want it more. But no, I'm excited for this. This sounds like a good one. Simone actually is so talented. And like you being her mom sounds perfect. She was wonderful to work with. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Jazz, do you have anything else that you want to add? I, I, I want to, you know, now that she's got to promote her stuff, uh, what else do you have? 
I mean, I guess my real question is like, how did you end up going from like Broadway essentially to Hollywood? I feel like I couldn't find anything like that online. So I'm just curious about that. Off Broadway. So yeah, off Broadway. Um, Mm. I found um, in my 30s, I found a wonderful theater company called Castillo Theater. Uh, it was a very um, it was a very postmodern political progressive theater movement. And I joined the, that company and um, sort of worked my way up the ladder there and did really 10 solid years of work with them. And they got bigger. We got bigger. We moved to a you know, to 42nd Street, which is like the mecca for off-Broadway mm -hmm. and also Broadway, but, and um, did that consistently, I want to say from 94, 95 to about 2006. And I did everything from Ibsen and Chekhov to Heiner Muller, uh, who's a avant-garde German playwright, to comedy, to improv, a lot of improv, to drama, to dancing, singing, everything. It was my, I'm not big, big on classics. I'm not a big class girl. I don't mm -hmm. like going to class. It was my, um, it was my training. And it was also like, you know, for, for people, uh, it was in, for audiences. And then, um, in 2007, um, I came to Mumbai uh, to visit my folks and um, Suni Tarapurvala, you might have heard of her. She's a very prolific photographer and uh, filmmaker. Um, she was doing her debut. She's written all of Mira Nair's screenplays, most of them. Mm -hmm. They're very good friends. Oh, and she okay. was writing something called Little Zizu uh, about our Zoroastrian community. Mm. And, um, Zoya Akhtar at the time, you know, Zoya Akhtar. Yeah. yeah. So Zoya was helping her cast it. And I think I was just, Suni was not happy with what she had. And they just sort of gave me a polite um, audition. And then Zoya was like, okay, it's not so polite. You need to look at this girl. And I had five yeah. auditions uh, because Bama Nirani, who I played against, was a big Hollywood Bollywood star. And um, I got that role. and. What, about one month in India became four months, and that's how I made the switch to movies. Mm. And then after that, I got Ake Married too. I got another independent, and that's how that ball rolled. Oh, that's cool. Fascinating. The casting so, process is so interesting. Uh, that actually gave me an idea. Like, how was the casting process for Miss Marvel like? Like, who did you uh, like audition with? Um, I auditioned. Well, like I said, we were in deep, deep pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. So. I auditioned uh, in my living room in New York uh, with a very sweet friend who uh, was Spider-Man's age, maybe a little, no, a little older. She was out in Los Angeles and we did it on a Zoom, just like because we couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. And remember, I was living in New York City, which was the epicenter. So I was just trying to stay yeah. alive, honestly. Yeah. Um, who was on and, the other side? Was it like Sana, Kevin Feige, like, or was it just the casting director? I was gonna say, like, who was on the other side? Was it like Kevin Feige or Sana? Like, who were the people? No, in the beginning, you never go to that level. Oh, you gotcha. always go first to casting. Casting will send it out. If casting pins you and likes you, then the next step is showing it to the producers. Hmm. So then I got a um, 
so it's always Seraphine who I think did an amazing job of casting. Hi there, Seraphine, because I think she put it together. She put the four cons together brilliantly. She couldn't have done it better. It's such a perfect fit. Um, and I, all of the, all of it, but the, the family is always tricky, right? Because you have yeah. to somewhat look alike, uh, mm. you have to somewhat, somewhat, some, it has to fit. And when you see the four of us, we fit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely do. And then two weeks after that, I got a call saying there's a lot of interest. So that's probably when Sana and Kevin got involved. Uh, and then after that, I got it. So, yeah, but it was all deep pandemic. Yeah, that's got to be very tough to do the July, whole thing. July, August pandemic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people forget like how long ago like the Marvels and Miss Marvel was filmed because they came out so much after like much it happened. Later, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for joining us. We love having you. We're big fans. We love everything you do on screen and off screen. We think you're awesome. Uh, we're letting everybody know February 13th is when it comes out on Blu-ray, and you can check out the Marvels. Uh, and it's already on digital. So if you want to go and go on Amazon Prime, Apple's iTunes, uh, it already hit number one on Apple's iTunes. So definitely go check it out. Go support the movie. You know, unfortunately, it came out during the strike, which kind of like hurt the momentum a little bit. But let's pick that up, man. I'm really excited to give yeah. this a resurgence. I believe it's also coming to Disney Plus on February 6th, I want to say. I could be oh, wrong, oh, but it will definitely end up at Disney because, sure. you know, that's where we are. That's who we worked for. <laughs> awesome. Well, definitely check yeah. it out. Everybody, don't Thank forget you. to go watch it. And uh, until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Salam. Peace. Salam. Bye. Thank you so much.